Hello, this is Gina Marie Burke, and welcome to the Commit to Fit podcast. I am on a mission to help women find their strength inside and outside of the gym and create a life they absolutely love. This episode is part two of my story, and if you haven't listened to part one yet, go back and give it a go. And if you enjoy this podcast, please take a moment to leave a review or give us a rating. The more people we reach on this podcast, the more lives we can change. So on the last episode, we left off chatting about how I finally found fitness, probably for the hundredth time in my life, but how this time it actually stuck around and became a lifestyle. I want to chat with you all today about why this time, what was the turning point, and what propelled me to start my online coaching business, Commit to Fit Coaching, and the lessons and struggles I've had along the way. So if you remember, it was 2020, and I was forced to slow down my training after an appendix surgery, and I got really into weightlifting. During the shutdowns, I had a lot of free time and studied more about exercise and nutrition. I took the shutdowns as an opportunity, an opportunity of not having to necessarily work for probably the first time in my life. Thankfully, I was still receiving a paycheck, so I needed to make the most of this time. So you'd think this would be the, be my chance to start my online business, but it wasn't. I was not ready for that yet. I don't even think the thought had crossed my mind. There was a lot of inner work to be done first, and I had just started to see results in my own journey. Because of those results, you know, my body was changing. I was more disciplined with my nutrition. I felt more confident in myself that I can make other changes in other areas of my life. And the turning point for me, I think, was really waking up actually feeling good for once. I didn't ever want to wake up feeling like absolute trash like I had for the years prior. So I was driven to keep going and keep riding that feeling and keep waking up feeling refreshed full of energy, ready to take on the day, and happy with my body and happy with myself. So during this time, I was in a relationship, a relationship that did not feel good. I didn't feel loved for or cared for. It felt transactional because I was supporting somebody else that would just play video games all day and not work. And I felt trapped because we were living together and our lease was not quite up yet. And I believe this is part of the reason that I kept going back to the gym. I kept going on walks. I kept learning about nutrition, studying more about exercise, isolating myself a little bit more because I just wanted to get away. Now, that's not a relationship I wish upon any of you, and not a relationship I knew was worth continuing. So after months of building my body in the gym, I was simultaneously building my confidence back up. And that confidence finally propelled me to stand up for myself, to voice my opinions, to say that enough is enough. This is not the life that I am meant to live and get out of that relationship. We all have relationship stories, 
And as shitty as a broken relationship is, there is always a lesson you can learn. And from this one, I learned that I am actually worth the love of an equally awesome man in my life. And he was just not it. So what do we do after a broken relationship? We hit the gym. We focus on ourselves. We understand who we are again without another person. And we start doing more of the things that we love to do because, you know, we're not tied down anymore. We can soar. By this point, the gyms had opened back up again, and I decided making a fitness Instagram would help keep me accountable. I could share my workouts with others and maybe inspire them to go work out that day. I was absolutely terrified to put myself out there. I didn't even really use my personal Instagram account a lot, and I didn't know anything about the world of social media. So what felt like a huge wall to climb was immediately validated after my first post of my friends commenting, yes, finally, totally following your workouts. You inspired me to hit the gym today. Such an influx of positive feedback. So I continued on. I kept posting workouts. I was talking about my stories about what I was going to do that day in my workout, what I was eating for lunch, anything that would help somebody else on their health and fitness journey. Now, a few months went by and I decided, okay, let's figure out how we can do this online coaching thing. You know, I've got this Instagram. That's it, right? (laughs) Obviously not. But I did virtual training with my gym clients when the gym shut down, so I was kind of familiar with that. And I had started following a lot of online fitness coaches, and I was just so curious how they could all help these women with their health and fitness, but they were working from home. I also felt so good by this time. After months of training, of eating right, focusing on the little habits that are moving me forward, I wanted to share this experience with everyone, and I knew I could help them too. I knew I could help them feel amazing. And so with all the courage I had, I decided to post a New Year's challenge and that I was taking on clients for 2021. Now, you see, you can't just post about something and expect everyone to start flooding in. I didn't know that at the time, and after a few posts, no outreach, no ads, no nothing, it was January 1st, and I had zero people signed up for this New Year's challenge. Oh, what a dagger to the heart and my self-esteem. I was a trainer. I was a coach. I had gym clients all day. I knew I got results in my own journey, and I could help somebody else too, but crickets. Again, another learning lesson in there. I knew that I needed help. And for me, I'm incredibly independent and asking for help was my least favorite thing to do in the world. So I dove into researching the online coaching world and started putting some systems together on my own. I would grab every freebie from business coaches out there I could find and, you know, was piecing together everything I could, the best I could but still no clients to show for it. About this time, I was getting really frustrated at my job. My boss didn't give me time off when I asked. I was there six days a week, and after a year and a half, that can be incredibly draining, exhausting. I was burnt out, and 
the owner of the gym, he was never there. It just seemed like he didn't care anymore, which I find out he really doesn't. But on a Monday, when I came back to the gym one after having a Sunday off, I checked the cameras from Sunday and I saw my boss had come in to meet with someone. That was fishy because he came in on my day off and he never comes in. So I was like, what is going on here? So I did a little bit of digging and I saw the gym was for sale and he was probably meeting with a prospective buyer or something. So once again, I felt like my job was on the line and I knew I had to figure out this online coaching thing if I wanted to have a secure job and a secure income in my future. So that propelled me to reach out to a business coach that helps coaches build coaching businesses. And with the six grand I had saved up, I gave someone my card number over the phone and signed up for this program. I will never forget what she had said to me on the phone when she was waiting for me to say yes. She said, when the pain of not doing something is greater than the pain of just going for it, you know you should do it. And I was sick of being stuck in the same place. That was the scariest investment I had ever made. And my first investment into myself, into my business, a business that I didn't even feel like was a business, quite yet. And I immediately had buyer's remorse. You know, I can't do this. I just tanked my savings to zero. Like, where am I going to find time? How do I even get clients? Like, what the hell did I just do? But after the initial freak out and probably a glass of wine, I was like, okay, you are all in. You cannot turn back now. So you might as well make this investment worth it. And within a month of this program, I had built out my one-on-one -on -one coaching program. I had hosted another free challenge where I had 55 women sign up and seven of those 55 wanted to continue coaching with me. So I pitched my program, I asked them for their card number over the phone and just like that, I had seven women working with me in the Commit to Fit program as clients. And not just that, but seven women I knew I could help change their lives. And after a few weeks, I got such amazing feedback from my clients. They started feeling better. They started finally being consistent with their workouts because somebody was keeping them accountable. And they would say things like, oh, I'm so grateful for you. Like, this is the best thing I've ever done. And I just knew, I just knew this is what I am called to do. And this is how I can make an impact and change more lives. So I quit my job pretty quickly after that, probably a little bit too soon, so I could focus on my business full time. That was about a year ago, May of 2021. Now, building a business in your 20s is hard shit, y'all. Like there have been highs and lows, struggles and major failures and so many self-limiting beliefs to conquer. You see, fitness was the catalyst for my personal development, but business has been the growth. You see, business in and of itself is rather objective. It's tasks to do every day. It's implementing stuff at the right time, you know, supply and demand. Business takes time. It takes skill. And it takes patience to figure out, but it's not necessarily hard. Hell, I had a business minor from college. I could figure this stuff out. But what's hard about business, especially being in your 20s and not necessarily knowing who you are yet, is that it has a way 
of uncovering all of your weaknesses, all of your deepest fears, even your childhood traumas. It's falling into the comparison trap and watching people around you succeed while you feel like you are struggling. It's, you know, getting rejected nine times out of 10 on sales calls and having to muster up the courage and smile on your face to push forward. It's, you know, getting exhausted, not only because of the long hours, but from living outside of your comfort zone day in and day out. You know, it's never knowing if you're going to make it and feeling uncertainty all of the time. You're battling your mindset every day. You're battling feelings of self-doubt. It's dealing with loneliness and isolation because not everybody in your life understands what you are doing. That is the hard shit. The personal growth, the struggles you endure, that's hard. And I say this especially while being in your 20s because a lot of people have never asked themselves who they truly are, what values they live by, what their purpose is, and business has a way of helping you figure some of that out. I've come a long way from the start of my business, not only in my fitness, health, and habits, but from a personal development perspective. I probably would have figured some of that stuff out, but it would have taken me much longer. But during this time, I figured a few things out that I wanted to share with you today um, for ideas that I think a lot of you might resonate with on your fitness, on your personal development and growth journey. So number one is you do not have to be 100% perfect all of the time in any area of your life. Otherwise, you're setting yourself up for failure. The all or nothing mindset does way more harm than it does good. Like, would you get a flat tire and slash the other three? Absolutely not. We fix the flat tire and we move forward. So take yourself out of the all or nothing mindset. Stuff doesn't have to be perfect. I'd rather it be done than perfect. Um, number two is that setbacks will happen no matter what. But how you handle those setbacks is what will determine your growth and success. Now, setbacks used to genuinely set me back, but now I embrace the hell out of them. It is a learning lesson. It's an area I can improve in. And in order to be a better me, in order to be a better you, you have to know where your weaknesses are. And setbacks and failures will actually help you do that. So embrace them. Number three is to enjoy the process. And this is a lot easier said than done. But you want to enjoy the journey. Don't focus so much on the outcome. And this can apply to your weight loss journey. You know, learning a new skill, growing a business. you got to be in love with the process. You've got to enjoy yourself. you got to have fun with it if you're going to succeed. If you are so focused on the end results that you forget to actually enjoy your day-to-day -day tasks, you're going to have a bad time. So enjoy the process and have fun with it. Number four, you get out what you put in. If you are half-assing your workouts and nutrition choices, you're going to get half-assed results. If you half-ass building a business, you're probably going to fail. You need to be all in on yourself if you want the results in any area of your life. If you want to pursue weight loss, you've got to be all in and know that you're going to lose the weight. If you want to build a business, you've got to be all in and knowing that you can build that business. So, 
those are kind of my four lessons from the last year and a half or so from building my business from zero to what it is now. And I wanted to wrap up this episode with something I kind of said in the last episode, but I think it needs to be reiterated. Um, I am still on a journey of self-development, and this podcast will be all about that. Of course, it'll be about fitness and nutrition, but I truly believe that when you commit to a healthier lifestyle, you begin to see the spillover into all other areas of your life, and the quality of your life can dramatically improve. Fitness was the start for me that eventually propelled me to create Commit to Fit online coaching. And I can absolutely say that the quality of my life is significantly better now than it was a year ago before I started my business. And it significantly better than two years ago before I got really serious into weight training. So if that's your jam, stay tuned. I love to teach, coach, and inspire and you know, share with you what has worked for me so that I can help those around me. And if you have found this episode helpful or can resonate in any way with my story, please shoot me a DM on Instagram and please take 30 seconds to write a review or give this show five stars. The more people that we can reach through this podcast, the more lives that we can change. So thank you all so much for listening. I will see you next week.